And I wake up in the morning and I pooty in my duty and I have a little goody in my goot. When I shooty um, in my footy and I pooty looty looty and I goop um, goop goop. No, no, that's not how it goes. It's you all right. Now walk special. It's all right. Now walk special. You know what I've always said. You respect the bell. <laughs> I am showing as much respect to the lineage of this show as what we are talking about today does. Because <laughs> we are talking about Saved by the Bell, colon, Wedding in Las Vegas, originally shown October 7th, 1994 on NBC. Of course, this is our big Valentine's Day special. Is there any program that's been shown on television more romantic? I think not. Uh, because, of course, you're listening to Network Special, the podcast about the golden age of appointment-based television, when you had to watch what was on television, when it was on television. But now, thanks to the magic of the internet, we can watch these things again and again, regardless of quality or how they make us feel like we are dying <laughs> as we watch it. My name is Zachariah. I'm one of the co-hosts of this special, and I could never ever dream of watching an episode or a movie of Saved by the Bell without talking about it with my good friend and co-host who Nathan baby and Jeremy is once again out in a snowdrift he has little mm -hmm. snowflakes landing on that big manly beard of his I'm <laughs> snug as a bug in a rug in my home Nathan's always snug because he lives in Florida that's right we are snug in your bunker freedom <laughs> freedom baby yeah, that's right freedom <laughs> wraps around your shoulders like a big old glory flag down there mm, boy a big old uh, x flag oh, can you uh, can you share what you sent me the other day which was terrifying <laughs> outside of disney world oh yeah there was um they were having a parade. <laughs> right. Well, there's a lot of parades at Disney, of course. Were they on their way to Disney World? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Maybe they ended up there after it was oh. over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Ku Klux Klan. Or a, uh, I'm sorry. Not a Ku Klux Klan. A, a Nazi rally. Yeah. How dare you disparage uh, sorry, the, uh, the horrible people <laughs> of the Nazi party with the terrible people of the Klan. Um, There's good oh. people on both sides. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah, Nathan sent me a picture of him from while he was driving. It was very dangerous, but I'm glad he mm -hmm. took his uh, daughter and his wife's life in his hands to take this picture of just people yes. just with big old Nazi flags hanging off the yeah. freeway bridge and zig heiling all the cars going on underneath. Um And let me let me ask you yeah. real quick. Um when asked about the rally, do yeah. you how much money would you bet that our governor denounced it? Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I wouldn't bet that he denounced it. Am I right? <laughs> he sure didn't. He sure did not denounce it. But what did he say? He tried to blame the Democrats for it. <laughs> no. 
his uh, he, he he did say that they were jackasses or something. He said that they were breaking laws, so the police will get him. But Stern he words. did not denounce it. He yeah, he would not denounce it. And but uh, his earlier in the day, his like assistant or someone connected to his camp, his his office tweeted out that they tweeted out are they even really nazis they could be a you know democrats in disguise and then deleted it (laughs) (laughs) i would like to say in case i didn't make it clear to the listener uh these people had big professionally made nazi flags that they were oh uh, you know flying we're not saying like these weren't like people where you're like, oh, Nazi, you know, like, no, they were. No, 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 no. We're not like, calling somebody a name. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is what they called themselves. Yes. <laughs> they were Nazis. They had signs about Jewish people, you know, and, and very, like, very specific. Uh, I guess there's a big Jewish community in that area. So uh, they were out in full course. force. Um, yeah. Sure. And uh, saying, let's go Bran- Brandon. Let's yeah. go Brandon, B-R-A-N-O-N. Oh, I didn't so even see that. So getting the spelling that. right. <laughs> getting the spelling correct. You know. Oh, my God. Okay, well, almost as bad is this special. <laughs> Saved by the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding in Las Vegas, the movie, and uh, I'm, I'm certainly going to let you school us all on where this fits in the lineage because this is part of of the last gasp of keeping Saved by the Bell alive. This is officially part of Saved by the Bell, the college years canon, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the last time before... Well, I mean, you could just say it. This is the last time that the original cast were all together. Um, Unless it's on for uh, Jimmy Fallon-like throwing a... No, you know, playing. no, because... <gasps> That's right, Dustin Diamond wasn't there. <laughs> oh, my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> Yeah, and so um, on the new, like you could say that the newest, like you could say that this is the last time those characters until the revival where they are coming back to play themselves. Um, but Screech wasn't on that either. But so this is the very last time that they're all together. Now Screech did go on to do. How to I play can't chess? Remember if it? <laughs> I but I mean I I can't remember. It when in what timeline the new class is happening if it's during during the college years or after or before or whatever but he did continue on in that character for much longer than everyone else oh okay so is it the college I years think. let me see and then the new class and screech was belding's assistant was that the deal he was belding's assistant. And it's like the saddest um, thing you've ever seen in your life <laughs> he's okay what okay like basically, like Screech. Oh yeah, so it went from 1993 to 2000. Seven seasons. So the Screech, new class. Yes, <laughs> I've never actually gotten through it, and you know me. Wow. I am a Saved by the Bell junkie, and I've it never gone through all these. That long. Yeah. Now here's the thing, Screech. <gasps> f- first few seasons of Saved by the Bell. He's, I think he's nailing it. I think he's doing a great job. Now you're he's talking playing, original OG series, right? OG. He's, yes, he's yes, funny. Yes. Like, and even in um, Good Morning Miss Bliss, he's funny. He's reserved. He's 
He's a nerd. He's geeky, but he's not like you know. Reserved is an odd way to say it, but I agree. He's a funny little kid. He's a funny and kid he's, actor. He's, and he can be serious, and he like makes Zach think, like you know. But in later years, I don't know when it happened. At some point, he decided he needed to up the frick, up the freaking screech factor or something. So and then he starts going. Oh, Zach, I don't know. What do you want? What Slayer? Do we do? What do we do? <laughs> and he really hits it hard in this one, you know. But, and then in the new class, he's like out of control. Like, <laughs> we've we've said it before because we've talked about. Uh, we talked a little Saved by the Bell uh, for the Saturday morning preview. We talked about it during uh, the uh, Lifetime movie. Screech, Dustin Diamond somehow became a worst a-, a worse actor the older he got. And yeah. I don't know if it was ego or drugs or what. No, it's ego. It's it's um him thinking that you know he like like if I if I, I bet you it's him being like, well, I'll show them if I can't be the hot guy for once. Oh, I'm really going to do go it the up. other way. Yeah. Or he was encouraged to do that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was freaking Peter Angle or, or freaking, you know, who Sam Bobrick or whatever, I'd who, be like, who are these people? Dude. Are they the creators? <laughs> so yeah, Peter Angle is a producer okay. and Sam Bobrick is the creator. I would be like, dude, you got to bring it down and <laughs> come back to where you were when you first started. But I guess they loved it. Maybe the maybe the audiences really loved it that way. I don't know. Also, uh, Dustin might not have been responding great to direction at that point. <laughs> seeing as had, he had like, been, well, what are we going to do? Replace him? Uh, yeah, he's been on the show <laughs> since he was born. Uh, he's the only person who agrees to stay on the cast. So, yeah, yeah. There's also a couple of novels written, say by the Bell, the new class novels. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, this is the last episode of the college years. And the, was the college years prime time? Was that the deal with this? Yes, it show? was the first prime time prime time uh, version of the show, which is obviously why it failed. <laughs> but hold I on, mean... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Aren't they? Haven't they just graduated? high school for a year for this special. So are you saying that there was the first year of the college years and now it's the Vegas Um, special? How does this work in the time? No, no. Okay. So in the college years, they're all in college and, um, Zach, um, falls back in love with Kelly in the college years. And then, so this is the season finale. This is the series finale, is right. them getting married. And did he propose at the college years? Is that the deal? Yeah, yeah. He proposes at, at, the, at the college years. Because yeah. he's already engaged Pretty sure. when we start here. So it would be very strange if they showed no engagement scene in the series. Let let me see. I think. Oh, um, glad we're okay. Yeah. So number one fan. <laughs> so on episode eighteen, um, he uh, 
proposes to her. Okay. And then um, in the last episode, they start they start talking about the possibilities of marriage. Slater's against the plans. Yeah. So in the last episode, they're they're kind of just um, all talking about the wedding. Now, this special makes it seem both like Zach and Kelly have been dating since kindergarten, but also make it sound like Zach dated a ton of other women. So which is okay. So, so he dates ton of a ton of people throughout the show, except when he is in a relationship with Kelly. Then the show is just they're in a relationship for you know however many episodes. But then Kelly um, cheats on Zach with someone she works with. Good at the max. Uh huh. And they break up. Um, I cried when that happened. Thank you. And uh, because Zach cried, I cry. You know, I tell you this. Uh huh. I cry whenever the male characters cry. Sure. And I have is, a bond Zach has them. been such a good boyfriend to her. He actually has. He is a good boyfriend to her. That's except the thing. whenever he he's cheat. going off and dating other people. But no, 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 no. He's never dating other people when he's in a relationship with her. Uh, okay. He doesn't cheat on her. Okay. All right. All right. Now there might be some episodes where, you know, there's flirting going on and stuff like, but, but that gets worked out. There's never like, he never cheats on her. She cheats on him, which is kind of a punk move almost because, um, he is this womanizer it would have been easily could have easily given it to him, but they made her look like the bad, bad guy and all this. Um, but then, um, they end up get they end up um I'm trying to figure this out because they end up kind of back together um in when they go out to see uh, oh Kelly's or uh, Jesse's dad get married. Uh-huh. Um my my eyes are starting to glaze over. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I can't. I'm, it's all I, I, coming back to me. It's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not blaming you. It's just kind of like this is a very complicated uh, uh, explanation. Um, okay. Yeah. The the point is is that they're together and engaged now. Thank thank God. Um, yes, that's how it starts. And there are. This is just the beginning of all the questions I have about the whys of what happens in this special. And sometimes we talk about these things in kind of like a hazy way. Sometimes we just talk about the idea of a special. We have to beat by beat through this because as I said, before we started recording, I could talk about this special for hours. It is so strange. It's an hour and a half. It feels like 10 hours. Um, It makes so little sense. I think I felt like it flew by. No, no, <laughs> no. I, I would I would especially say once they are in Vegas, it it really stops flying by. Um, but we don't <laughs> we don't start in Vegas. We start with the boys in camo gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are off to war. There's no. You know how, like when we talk about the regular series Saved by the Bell. 
you know, even though I didn't grow up watching it, even though it's not my thing, I totally get the appeal, like the graphics and the big cell phone and like, you know, it's teens or kids or whatever, and everything's bright and, and goofy and ridiculous. Well, they are, let's see, how old would you say, uh, like Mario Lopez, Mark Paul Gossler, like they're supposed to be, I think, 19 in this they all yeah i think because the dad 25. says you're only 19 yes yeah, which is the dad very says only 19, laughable yeah. um like screech is the youngest one in real life in real life yeah. yes uh but they all look too old maybe screech could play 19 in like an 80s boner comedy uh but they <laughs> they all look like they are wrapping up college at the least by now um they are out during Zach's bachelor party playing, as they call it, paint war, which is usually called <laughs> paintball, paintball by everybody is paintball else. trademarked? I don't think so. <laughs> um, but they are, you know, in a dirty paint field, shoots. which is... <laughs> <laughs> um... <sighs> And uh, let's see how how to put it. They are discussing how Zach's going to get married. Slater can't believe he's going to get married at 19. Um, I agree with yeah. Slater uh, personally. Uh, they... <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> um, come on. Kelly, though. <laughs> uh, they're, they're playing against a, a bunch of strangers unless these are characters i don't know from the show i'm guessing they're not the opposing uh, the sh- war team yeah. yes and uh, they get the jump on the other paint war team by doing a sort of three stooges routine where they shove screech around and uh get the drop on the other team in a move that is the only thing that kind of pays off in this show, I thought this was just a dumb bit. Turns out there is a dumb bit that gets repeated twice. Um, did you notice this kind of shows the level of care in this show that whenever we first see the boys after a credit sequence that looks like a training video for a fast food place, like in the level of computer generated credits, they all pull out their goggles and Screech and Slater kind of pull their goggles out and do the thing where you flip your hand down so they snap open and put them out. And Zach has problems getting his glasses out, and then he can't do the, the flip thing quite right. It, this isn't a gag. It's an actor having trouble with his costume. <laughs> but instead of retaking it to make the coolest guy in the cast look competent, they're just like, great, okay, we only have this dirt field for a half hour. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to have to fly. Uh, And what they discuss is we're going to get married in Vegas. Now, the first question I have is why are they going to get married in Vegas? (laughs) Um, That's a great question. There's no... I don't know. Maybe in the episode, I should have watched the last episode of the college years. You, you shouldn't have to. This is not. 
No, no, no. no this this is, is not the Mandalorian. No, no. I shouldn't have to no. watch all the episodes <laughs> of the college years no. to know what's going on. No, the point of this is that the show got canceled, and so this was supposed to be a closure of like a 90-minute TV movie. So it's it's supposed to wrap it up. So yeah. so it's fair game that it pulls from, from that. He, but Okay, but... The reason why most people go to Vegas to get married is to get like a quickie marriage, right? Like you go or you're going there for like camp factor, like, like, oh, we're going to go go have Elvis marry us or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go to Vegas to do the 10 minute ceremony. It costs maybe a hundred bucks. That's not what they're doing. <laughs> they're going to Vegas to see a wedding planner and get married yeah, they, there. They haven't even booked it yet. <laughs> but their parents aren't going and they haven't invited anybody else. And also they're 19. So they can't gamble or drink or like go to strip clubs or like any of the reasons why people <laughs> go to Vegas, right? Like what they only like, have $1,200. Yeah. They're going to go see Cirque du Soleil. Like <laughs> what are they going to do? Like ransack every buffet. That that's... I don't know, but they're staying at an amazing like resort. <laughs> oh boy, are they? <laughs> yeah, the Stardust, like this dingy old Rat Pack area. I mean, look, look. That's I'm not uh, saying like there's anything wrong with going to a classic hotel, but they act like yeah. they are going to the fanciest resort in the world because the Stardust <laughs> is the one that agreed to let them shoot there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and and Zach is breaking the news to his parents that he's getting married. Is that what's happening in this first scene? Because his parents are not for this no, marriage. No, speak they on, know speak he's on getting that. married. They okay. already know. They okay. already know he's getting married because she. He's just. He's just. Um. Kind of. Like you know. He's packing up, and they're trying to get him to stop right his parents say he's too young to get married they are right and yes uh basically his dad just says don't throw your life away and his mom says can't you wait a little bit and zach says no did you notice that this is the bluest house i've ever seen in my life (laughs) zach is wearing all blue they have blue settings his mom is wearing a blue striped shirt he goes into his room blue curtains blue notebooks blue stapler blue bedspread i was like is this a baby boy but grown up now you know you'll be happy to know that these are the mom and dad from the original series as well i was going to ask if they brought back the 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 day players (laughs) yes they are from the original, not from college years. I mean, maybe they're, I don't know if they're ever in college years, but they are from the original yeah. Save of the Bell series, which I was happy to see. Had we ever seen Zach's house before this? Yes. And okay. it wasn't as blue. Oh, interesting. You okay. used to see his room all the time. He had the coolest like bedspread. Um, and you see his room all the time. But then there's an episode um, where you see his living room. Ooh as well they're they're putting up the christmas tree well i guess i do want to see this show now i want to see that room uh his his mom comes upstairs and says uh look i want you to be happy but i can't go against your father which is intense (laughs) (laughs) 
Because he says we're not going to go to the wedding. Yeah. Um, has there always been like strain in Zach's family? Has that been a storyline? Like he came because uh, everyone in this show is rich, right? Okay, so everyone except Kelly. Okay. Kelly's poor. Um, and that that's that comes into the thing where she says my parents can't right uh, give us any money. Um, yeah, everyone else, like like there there is tension in um with Zach and his dad um because his dad's always he's a real he's always a busy businessman and so he's always doing stuff is he always on the cell um, phone yes, yes. And, and actually there's a scene in the show where zach's trying to tell his dad that he has um that he wants to spend more time with him and his dad has to take a phone call during it and so zach calls him on his giant cell phone mm-hmm uh, uh, to make a point, and then, uh, and then they go on that fishing trip. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, there's not much. Um, there's there, you know, there's just little hijinks and stuff. But okay, yeah, okay. Um, well, uh, regardless of uh, his parents' objections. And Kelly's family, for some reason, not going to the wedding. Um, I'm assuming because they wouldn't be able to afford it. That doesn't make sense because it's just a car ride. Or maybe they are coming when it's done, when it's they're all planned. I don't. It, I that's don't not how she made it sound. It made it. They make yeah. this sound like nobody's going to this wedding except for, you know, Zach and Kelly. Lisa Slater, and for some reason, Screech, the guy who they all hate and yell at, he's going too because he's obstinately their friend. <laughs> um, they are, of course, going in two different cars, uh, the girls in one car and the boys in the other, because that's what the script needs them to do. Yes. Um, they are acting like this is a massive road trip. It is four it's a four hour drive from LA to Las Vegas. Like Okay. This is like if we were going to Cedar Point, but they're making it yeah. seem like they are <laughs> driving to Colorado. <laughs> yeah. And they're like Las Vegas. Oh can you believe it? I guess because they're children. Um Yeah, they're nineteen. Yeah, they're nineteen. I guess I would be excited too if I was going on a four hour road trip. Yes. To get married. Um, so, uh, boys in one car, girls in the other. And Nathan, boy, I mean, talk about a scathing comment on men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Am I right? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, I mean, talk about the, talk about the situational comedy we get into here. Um, well, you know. My favorite um, thing of all time is a sheriff who. Oh just... no 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 no! no. I'm talking. Wait, I'm talking about yet? the. No, the it shows the two conversations in either car. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So uh, I forget what happens in the girls, but I remember in the guys, it's best Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. L. McPherson. 
Well, of course, in the girl car, they're talking about shoes and clothes. <laughs> Go to the guy's car, and it sounds like you and me when you and me are on the road, and we're like, oh, man. Best baseball player of all time. Cal Ripken. <laughs> Is that what they say? I don't know. I think they I say Willie know. Mays or something. I don't know. Okay. It sounds. This sounds like a, a bunch of fifty-year-old men in a writer's room. Uh, what do kids talk about? What do kids talk about? Uh, L. McPherson. L. McPherson. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, classic tale. Yeah, <laughs> classic tale. <laughs> Uh, somehow on this four hour straight shot, they get, uh, separated from each other and (laughs) yes, uh, the boys wind up on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere and are, are speeding and they're pulled over by a sheriff who is introduced in a way that I thought was going to be like a celebrity because they do the thing with like the sheriff, we go up to the car door of the sheriff has pulled them over. The police car door opens. We see the feet step out of the car. We pan up to the face and it is nobody (laughs) you've ever heard of playing the sheriff. Um, Pat, Corley, uh, who is acting like the sheriff from Dukes of Hazard, he's acting like Boss Hog. But it's not like he played a oh, sheriff yeah. in anything else. I'm looking at his IMDb. It's just like <laughs> played referee on Roots, played <laughs> Sam oh, Powell. That's another one we. On Barnaby Did you Jones. Just say roots? Oh no, no, I didn't. You know my ears perked up. <laughs> but he's gonna pull these boys over somehow <laughs> here in Southern California. Things get very gumbo Southern. <laughs> boys, 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 y'all while we're speeding. And then no, he says the car's stolen. Which I'm guessing is like a con to get a bribe, right? Because that's never justified. No, they, 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 right. It has to be, that has to be the whole point of it. Because I was thinking about that too. Like, you don't just say the car is stolen. Um, but yeah, like, that is what happens. Because they, because they end up going to jail, getting arrested. And, um, the guy comes back and he says, well, looks like your car wasn't stolen. Is John Lee Hooker doing this? How, 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 how? So we going to get And he's always, you know, like wiping the sweat off his brow. Yes, he's a real sheriff pig. Did you Sweat see? Hog. Did you see who plays the deputy? Um, well, who is it? It's oh yes, Richard, Richard Schiff from the West Wing pre West Wing. <laughs> so weird seeing an actual celebrity just hey, playing and what's his nothing. His name role. in this. Dano. What's his name in this? 
Dano. Dano. Book him, Dano. Yeah, very funny joke where the uh, sheriff says, book him, Dano. And Schiff turns around. He has a giant uh, name tag that the art department quickly made with a Sharpie that says Dano. Dano. (laughs) Um, I did not know that saying until I looked it up because I figured it must be an old person's joke <laughs> because these <laughs> old writers came up with it. Um, yeah. What, what is it from? I've always known that term, but what is it from? Okay. Book him Dano. I looked it up and it went out of my head. Um, while you look that up, can you talk about uh, our boys prison experience? Some of the prison gags that happen. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, you know, a classic, classic, um, joke is um it's from hawaii 5 by the way I, yeah you know. i just looked it up um so they have like a they're in jail with a real super scary biker kind of guy the biker a who is in everything yes and he's writing this is the a biker sonnet. from yes very funny he's a sensitive guy but it's the biker from like home a, improvement and uh every yeah. ad with a biker yeah so and then he's um and then also in the same cell is this real nerdy uh looking guy who turns out to have been like a murderer or something. He murdered his wife or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screech plays the harmonica. Yeah. Um <laughs> the boys keep saying like we uh this isn't true. We we didn't steal the car. And after about 20 minutes of jail bits, the payoff is the <laughs> sheriff going to be going, oh, turns out you boy didn't steal that car. Well, I got good news and bad news. <laughs> the bad news is it's going to cost you all your money. <laughs> well, Oh, uh, everyone shut this off by now. Uh, uh, of course, useless, terrible screech immediately goes, Whoa, we only have $1,200. He goes, Well, what a coinkadink. That's just about how much money the bear is. So Zach has no money for his marriage wedding Um, but of course during this special this is one of the plot devices that nate and i talk about that we love the most which is the plot device of if the lead character would just tell the other people what's happening everything would be fine oh yeah or if you called the authorities yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) two things that are never done during this show yeah um now our boys may be in a scrape but uh, the ladies are getting into their own trouble because, of course, oh, yeah. women have car trouble. Oh, yeah. Their uh, radiator bursts, which is, I don't think, a. I guess you do have that problem in the desert. I was going to say, are, do, are they driving a Model T? But I guess radiators <laughs> probably do conk out in the desert. Um, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. And they're in one of those deserts where there's a grassy hill right next door. <laughs> um, uh, Lisa and Kelly are going, oh, uh, how are we going to get out of this one? And over the hill appears a guy who looks 
like he's ready for the cover of a romance novel or he was in Mm -hmm. that Diet Coke ad where the construction worker takes off his shirt and all the women in the office building start furiously masturbating. (laughs) He comes over the hill. He just has like a vest on. He's ripped. He has sick abs. Mm -hmm. And Lisa's reaction is immediately, oh, gross, a dirty hippie. (laughs) She's definitely a classist. Is Lisa always this horrifically unlikable in the show or are they making her character especially hard to to deal with in this uh she is always a material girl um a rich she's the richest one she doesn't like when they when they all get jobs at the resort at the the beach club like she does it she's actually a member (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it's one thing to write your character as a material girl or loves clothes or whatever, but she literally does nothing likable in this whole movie. I mean, her character is mean to what she thinks is a poor person because he is poor, complains <laughs> the whole time, uh, is mean, and does nothing to help any of the situations. I mean, that's bad writing all around but it just i was surprised they made her character this hard to root for in any way yeah i i i guess when you think back on it she is kind of always a snooty girl like she doesn't she never has um i don't feel like she has really truly deep substantial episode arcs like she's got plenty where things are happening but i feel like She's always a side character. I mean, do you think it was just uh, ignorant racism in the writer's room? Or was she incapable of uh, incapable of acting? You're giving screech storylines. Was it do you think (laughs) it was just like I think it's bad writing. Okay, it's bad writing of a character who's who is a rich snobby girl, but isn't always that way. And so like this is just. You know, and she hasn't. She didn't. She wasn't on the college years. Like she wasn't. Oh, she wasn't. No. Oh. So she came back for this. Why was she not in the college years? Did she think she was going to get a movie? Career? I think she was only in like one or two episodes or something. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know. What did the uh, unauthorized story tell us? I, I mean, I got the impression through things that you've said or things that they've alluded to is that she was never happy on set and she always felt like another. I mean, that's. It was like white kids, white kids. I know Mario Lopez is not white, but I mean. Exactly. No, I, in the eyes of the show, it's not like they really addressed his ethnicity. I'm guessing. Beyond I mean, like a I'm pretty joke. sure his dad is freaking white on the show. I'm oh, is sure. he really? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I don't. Um. I mean, his name's AC Slater. I think he's just playing a white dude. Albert Clifford Slater. I think he's just playing a white dude. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um. I don't remember if they talk about his any, anything anything about him outside of that. But interesting. Um. No. I. I. I, I don't. I don't know much about her, what, why she didn't. Okay. 
why she didn't do this series. And am I wrong? Elizabeth Berkley is not on College Years either because she was going to become a movie star. Maybe that's probably right. Yeah, she isn't in there. She's she's um, but she is in this, though. Well, thanks a lot for spoiling it. (laughs) Sorry. No, during this, I think this is the exact time that Showgirls is filming. Okay. This is is, she's verhovening it up. Oh yeah. uh, Across the street. Um. Okay. I'm. I'm. I have this on mute so I can. I can see what's happening. This. uh, The boys in jail lasts for over half an hour of this hour oh and a my half. Gosh. Yeah, I'm not kidding. This <laughs> just so drags on. Okay. They get they get to the Stardust. Um they get to Las Vegas. Uh Lisa says the city that never sleeps. Very unclear if that's a joke or um bad writing. <laughs> uh they get to the Stardust. They can't believe how beautiful it is and it turns out that the stud, Kurt Martin, who Lisa called the dirty hippie, is also an employee of the hotel who wears a comical purple and pink bellhop uniform that makes him look like he works in Future World in Epcot Center. <laughs> he looks like David Lee Roth in a video <laughs> before he like, becomes David Lee Roth or something. <laughs> this is the before. He sees yeah. a bikini babe and he lowers his shades and explodes into David Lee yeah. Roth gear. And then he has a tuxedo on his <laughs> Yeah, a tuxedo top and a speedo bottom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The boys are concerned because there's no money for the wedding. Um, and they will not say that. Oh, absolutely not. How could he ever admit to Kelly that he was wrongfully pulled was over and robbed by a cop? <laughs> by the police. Uh, <laughs> so instead, Slater somehow knows, oh, we should get a job as caddies. Caddies make <laughs> so much money. You know, those rich caddies they are always walking around. Um. So the next day, they all instantly, all the boys have jobs as caddies. Um, Can you tell me how many days does this movie take place over? Because I thought when they first got there, it seemed like they were going to get married in either the next day or in a day. But time in this moves in such a weird way. I can't tell if they're in Vegas for two days or a week. Okay, so first day they're there. Yeah. Second day they're caddying. Yeah. Um that I think that same day they meet they, Gilbert Godfrey. It's the same day. Is that the same day or is that the next day? It's impo- so impossible to tell. I mean, the long and short of the caddy is that they seem to be doing a good job except for Screech uh, who exists in this universe to ruin everything for everybody, um, who wrecks two golf carts. Which, that's yes. why you would go to jail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I think this is like a three, two to three, possibly four day affair. Okay. 
Well, I hoopy in my poopy and I doopy in my shoopy. So <laughs> all hey, respect it. The well, they can you believe they didn't even play the theme song in any way in this? Well, they didn't play they what they would have played is um the college years, which is well I'll start it at the end of tomorrow. Tonight. <laughs> oh, do you want to talk about the music in this? I movie? love the music in no. this. The mu- no. Yes. The music is Crosby, bad in Sills every way. Nash, no. Maybe. No. It is the worst glummest song. <laughs> oh, I actually meant the background music, which is poor oh. even for oh, sure. a made-for-TV movie. Isn't it just like... Isn't it like that? Yeah, kind of. It's all weird keyboard stings, whatever NBC had laying around, I'm guessing. Well, the songs are amazing. Yeah, they're really amazing. And one of the songs, no one's been able to figure out what it is. So it must be just a song they wrote for the show. Well, the song Live It Up by Crosby, Stills, and Nash is at the beginning. A terrible song. And (laughs) then... Love it. It's there's another Did one at the out. end, right? Well, there's okay, so there's that one. There's one where they're like um going to Vegas or something. Or no. I think the one at the beginning is the one that we can't figure out, and the and the Vegas one is Live It Up. This Wikipedia is, which is not, you know, God's word, but this says opening titles. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and then, um, thank you, God. And then <laughs> there is one more song in the end that yeah. is the kind of mem- mem- um, like memory of Say by the Bell montage yeah. uh, song that is that I also loved. Mm-hmm. Um, a very weepy song. Um, <laughs> and uh, that one you can find online easily. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, well, the boys. I I forgot about this. Thank God I'm I'm watching the this movie again. Um, after all, the old golfers get mad and they fire the boys. The boys are so worried, and there's so much tension being built up that there is a five minute montage of everyone playing basketball <laughs> in the pool. Yes, a chicken. And... <laughs> are there any jokes or bits or story? No. They're just, no, it's just a bunch of hot, hot people splashing each other. And Dustin Diamond. And Screech. Yeah. And Screech, yeah. Going. <laughs> but this is a chance for Slater to meet this woman again who he has met, who he met at the golf shop. Carla. Yeah, Carla. That's an interesting um, relationship. Isn't it Carla, who is a good-looking woman, but she she looks like she's in her mid... Like, it's somebody who, who I would date. Like, a person <laughs> in their mid to late 30s. And yeah. Slater just looks so like a kid next to her. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> a 19-year-old cannot be attracted to and date a, a older woman. I'm just saying it is odd. Casting. I feel like he's in the show. He's always meeting older women. I feel like in the show, yeah. he meets like a princess and one one <laughs> thing. And God. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey, speaking of meeting some older women, 
the boys, after being so stressed out they have to play uh, chicken in the pool, <laughs> go to a diner to buy food, I guess, with the no money they have, <laughs> and run into the one person who knows how to play this movie's tone, which is Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. This movie, I told you, it's gold. Oh, it sure is. And... <laughs> He runs a male escort service in yes. this movie for uh, kids and young teens. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, this is prime time, baby. Oh, this of course. Adults, dude. He's still hiring 19-year-olds to be male <laughs> prostitutes. Even yeah. though, well, here's the thing is that, like, I'm going, because whenever he said male escorts, I went, wait, What? That's what they're going to do is male escorts. And then I guess they thought they were running their way out of it because he goes, no hanky panky, but he's a con man. So I assumed he was lying. Like he'll say that. So they'll go on a date with old women and then they will have to have sex with them. They will have had hanky panky. But he does run a very strict male escort service where first you have mm-hmm. to like do Southern charm school stuff where you balance a book <laughs> on your head to show good poise. This yeah. is so Remember he says, weird. he goes, I'll train you guys to be the best escort. Right. Or and it's, <laughs> I won't say it. So he shows them this very odd <laughs> out of, uh, the the keeping our our rating i won't go for the joke i was gonna say but he teaches them uh good poise and then sets them up for dates uh zach is set up for a date that is in the same restaurant in time as his date with his fiance oh yeah classic move screech is going to have classic mistake pink limousine pull up to the stardust there is one line that could have been funny in this show which is Screech is supposed to go, a pink limousine, I've arrived. I'm saying it like how you might want to say it if you were approaching, trying to make it funny, but Dustin has to go, a pink limousine, I've arrived. (laughs) Shrekky. I've arrived. (laughs) He always has to do a frown, like, like a frog face. Like, yeah, he has to cross his eyes and like shift his jaw over. <laughs> um, so, okay, so Lisa and Kelly are at a wedding planner <laughs> for their wedding, which is the next day in Vegas. So where is this wedding taking place with the six of them? I don't know. Like, you can't... So you're not just going to get married at, like, the the justice of the peace and then go to a dinner together? What is this wedding going to be? This is going to be a $1,200 wedding in Vegas. Okay, I know that he, Zach isn't supposed to be getting a king's ransom, but really, how far would $1,200 go going to Vegas to have a sit-down dress and tuxedo wedding. Well, that's just the cost of the hotel. No, the hotel... For one person. ...is free. 
Why? Because Zach's mom, remember, they go to the Stardust because she gives him two free hotel rooms that she says she won at church at poker night, which is something I've heard of like bingo night. What church is doing full poker night with a Vegas prize package? That's a rock and roll church, baby. <laughs> this is some kind of like Unitarian thing I don't know about. Um, so Zach is late because he is learning how to <laughs> have sex with older women. And he runs in. He's late for meeting the wedding planner. Kelly is understandably upset because Zach is always gone and looks worried and sweaty all the time. <laughs> um, but they go to, to dinner and Zach has to do the Mrs. Doubtfire routine where he runs from one table to the other. And we meet the yes. other very interesting cast member, which is his Russian date. Give me your take who, on on this woman who I guess I would rather watch a movie about her. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking that she's I don't understand. Like obviously she can't speak English very well so she's but she also laughs like she's trying to translate her laugh into English. <laughs> <laughs> As she goes ha, 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 or something like that. Yeah, she is oh by the way she's a very a beautiful Russian woman with very limited English, which in real life is a type of person who would sign up for a weird dating site. (laughs) (laughs) And Zach shows up and she kind of just like does the thing where she repeats back what she is just told. Yeah. Um, uh, Kelly finds out about, his double date because she turns slightly around in her chair and sees Zach (laughs) in the same room. It's not like there's a different room like Mrs. Doubtfire and he's running from one place to the other. No, he's like three tables over. Yeah, he's three tables over. (laughs) Um, She looks over. By the way. Yeah. This has been eating at me. I just remembered. We talked about all the cast members. There's, Lisa was black, and then everyone else is essentially playing white, even though Mario isn't. I did remember, I just forgot that uh, Zach Morris is a person of color. His mom is, like, Filipino or something. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, is that, I forgot about that. Right. Uh, I think everybody forgets about that. Yeah, because he looks like an Aryan god. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, it looks like Thor or something, you know, like... <laughs> Um, Sorry, anyway. Back to the... Oh, no, please. Uh, Tangent all you want. Uh, Zach dives under the table, so it looks like he is eating the Russian woman out during dinner, which uh, somehow does not calm Kelly down. No. She says the wedding is off. Typical Zach. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Smash cut to Screech on his date with a... Mimi from Drew Carey show style <laughs> yeah. woman. Yes. Um, and uh, he is being aggressively danced with and cuddled with. And then you kind of assume he is being 
This is always the kind of like cartoon joke where it veers into you just assume he is then violently raped by this person. <laughs> right. Right. Um, right. Did you also notice that we see every single woman's feet in this movie? No. If no. there's a woman, regardless of uh, uh, age, standing or prevalence in the story, I think maybe except for the Russian woman, although I'm I'm checking right now, we see their bare feet at some point. <laughs> uh, Got ourselves a fetish, a fetish, uh, fetish director. Oh, did we forget to talk about the other montage of this show, which is five minutes of watching Kelly and Lisa in the spa, not doing anything funny or interesting, <laughs> just literally getting manicures and pedicures and, and giggling. <laughs> right. That's her wedding gift. Yeah. Um, we are an hour deep. We only have half an hour left, by the way, with this plot line. When the plot line <laughs> is suddenly thrust into maximum overdrive. <laughs> because Slater is also in the same crummy Vegas <laughs> restaurant <laughs> as Zach and Kelly on a date with this woman, <laughs> the age thing gets a little bit more confusing. Slater is 19. She looks like she is in her mid-30s. And then who comes by their table while they're having a nice dinner but her ex-mobster boyfriend who looks like he is 50. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, very, a lot very, going like, on. He's the, um, he's the, uh, the other Paul Reiser. He has a very riserish look to him. I know who he is. I've seen him in tons of stuff, but he he's he's if you see him you'll know, but he looks tons like Paul Reiser. I'm guessing that all three mobster people because mobster has two goons, one is big and one is short. I'm guessing all of them play mobsters in almost everything, right? They well, all have the look. Especially those freaking other two dudes. The They're goons. not getting any work. Yes, right. <laughs> Um, and they're all doing that thing where every time they do anything, they always have to like shake their shoulders to uh, fix their suit or whatever. <laughs> right. They have to dust Please. off their jackets and run. And their fing- their pinky fingers always out. You're like, hey. uh, <laughs> Zach follows Lisa to her room. She won't answer the door when Wait, he Kelly? knocks. Oh, Kelly, Kelly, who is with Lisa. Yeah. Um, and because Kelly won't let him into the room when he knocks, he pulls a very cool move for any guy, which is leaping over the balcony to break into her window. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> winds up hanging from the balcony. Uh, yeah. Slater and Carla, his date, run into the room, followed by the mobsters. The mobsters. So then Slater winds up jumping uh, on the balcony. Everybody is on the balcony. Everybody has balcony hijinks. Uh, So Kelly lets Zach and everybody into the room. Kelly says, oh, no, I should have just let you in. It's my fault. Yes. Kelly. (laughs) uh, Blames herself for this. Everything is women's fault in this movie. Um, No woman has an interesting storyline or anything funny to do. 
Kelly is just nice, and Lisa is a classist bitch. That's their two <laughs> modes. Um, what I have now, I have to forward it. Why do the mobsters break in to the room? Is that what happens next? No, they don't get into the room. They end up going downstairs to wait for them. Wait for who? Wait for uh, Slater and and Carla. No, Slater and Carla are in the hotel room with I know, everyone I'm else. Saying, I'm saying the goons go downstairs to the lobby to wait for them to leave. Oh, uh, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. this was really infuriating. So <laughs> Lisa calls the the uh, dirty lunk who she hates and won't give the time of day to who works at the hotel a call. Yeah. And he sneaks Slater and Carla out in a baggage claim roller, but yeah. only covers them on one side. The other side, they are totally <laughs> exposed so we can see them. Yeah. Um. Then Screech runs out of the pink limousine to escape his rapist and runs full <laughs> tilt into the baggage car and spins it around like a carousel for no reason. So the mobsters see uh, Slater and Carla yeah, causing everybody to jump into all their cars and start <laughs> an interminable car chase where they get away until they realize the mobsters are stopped behind them at a red light. So they, they all leave their car, <laughs> jump out of the car at the red light and the mobsters go, Oh, there they are. <laughs> and start running after them. Uh, into, well, where do they go? They go to two very funny places, Nathan. Oh yeah. I forget what the first one is. I know what the second one is. What's the first one? Well, the first one is where Screech sees his hero, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, I don't remember this scene. You don't remember the Wax Museum? Oh, yeah, because they see Clint Eastwood there. Yeah, they run into a Wax Museum. And apparently the Wax Museum also has a display of uh, clothes with no figures in them <laughs> on a empty display because all everybody gets dressed up like Zach is dressed as a chic um <laughs> screech is dressed up as a more jewish person um <laughs> carla is something else uh what does screech sneeze or something what's oh, the inane gosh. way that they find out that they're dressed up he leans over and goes they'll never find us <laughs> something, you know, something like, like that's that. what it's like who yeah. cares who cares they run out of the museum and then they run into another casino and Nathan yeah. I'm not kidding they run into a casino and I realize they're walking through a back hallway and mm -hmm. I say out loud to nobody they better not dr get dressed up as showgirls <laughs> cut and to there they go. Showgirls getting dressed backstage, and Zach goes, I know just what we should do. <laughs> uh, they all get dressed up. 
mm-hmm. as sexy showgirls. Yep. They're out on the stage. Slater's kind of getting into it. Dancing. Mm-hmm. His bra comes off. Mm-hmm. The goons notice them right away. Right. Everybody. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kelly. Uh, hotel dude. Lisa. The goons all walk into the audience of this showgirl show. Honestly. For what reason? I don't know. <laughs> or how they got in. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, three for the topless girls of Glitter High, please. Just in case they're. In... Did you notice that that's the show that's playing? It's in a lot of the street shots for this no. Saved by the Bell movie. There's a huge marquee you see constantly advertising their show the topless girls of glitter high so uh, honestly the build of uh uh, carla screech slater and zach is so like lithe and muscular and they have everybody has so much makeup on including the showgirls honestly from a distance if they had just like kind of faded into the background, I don't know that anyone would have noticed them. Especially no. Screech. Screech, I realized like, oh, Dustin Diamond could have been like a drag performer if he had <laughs> wanted a very different career and probably could have done fine because he has yeah. like the body for it and the very intense uh, skull shape <laughs> for it. Yeah. So they immediately get caught because this is not a great idea. It buys them no time whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. They walk out on stage and the goons go, oh, there they are. Yeah, they walk over. That <laughs> 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 was like. <laughs> it's not like, it's like this works for Bugs Bunny because if Bugs Bunny goes in drag, then the villain who wants to kill him like falls in love with Bugs Bunny and he Bugs Bunny seduces him and makes a fool out of him. In this, there's no gag. They just walk on stage and they're like, oh, huh. (laughs) (laughs) So then they, uh, they're backstage or I think, or they're somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. And the, the gangster is going to, you know, obstinately murder them. Although he doesn't say that. And, so what the um, the the hippie guy says is, "Hey, I will. Hey, my dad owns this hotel. I can get you into the back, get you into the safe, and you can steal the this diamond that you've been trying to steal." Oh right, we forgot to say that when they walk in the hotel, <laughs> there's a diamond the size of a baseball, just like in the lobby yeah. under some plastic. <laughs> the diamond yeah. is four million dollars. Um, yeah. That's what the gangsters after. Well, the thing with the reveal with this uh, guy who works at the hotel, he's like, I, yes, I'm very rich, and my father owns the Stardust. I don't want to take anything. I want to earn everything I have. So then Lisa is overjoyed, <laughs> and she basically goes, Oh, you're not poor. Thank God. I thought you were just some gross guy. Yeah. Who volunteers teaching Native Americans, which is why he was walking in the the desert. He, so then he sa- so this, like then he says, um, she goes, "Why didn't you use your dad's money and privilege?" 
And he goes, <laughs> or you know, he says, I didn't want to use my dad's money and privilege. And she goes, why? That's the best kind. Like she, there's yeah. not a moment of her having any kind of no lesson. reflection. No lesson Nothing. is learned by uh, anyone in this show. <laughs> um, except for the parents who need to be taught a lesson. Uh, well, I really love when guy who works at the hotel says that he's lived at the hotel since it was built. Stardust was built in 1958. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is looking good for his age. Yeah. Um, and also, he just has the code to the safe. Yeah, the gun safe <laughs> that they keep the giant diamond in. But also, he dresses up as a security guard <laughs> i don't know why because if everyone at the hotel knows him and that's how he's getting them in he could just walk in with this famous mobster two goons and six uh, teenagers and a mom <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the three stooges routine comes back the boys distract uh-huh. the mobsters uh, they shove them into the vault and lock it, so uh, they will definitely die of suffocation yeah. and uh, go to get married at a quickie chapel, which is the reason that people get married in, in Las Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> uh, guess, who's, guess who's doing the wedding? Guess who? Guess who's going to get them married? <laughs> Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> That's right! <laughs> Driver, <laughs> slow down. That's those were her last words. Hey, um, where's the funeral? <laughs> so, but then her, their dad shows up. Is that right? Like Zach's dad shows up. Oh, as soon as they're about to say I do, Zach's parents show up because Slater, they know where he is. Slater called them. Oh. I don't know if that's supposed to mean that Slater, like, called them and convinced the dad to come, or he told them that they lost the money. There's no explanation. There's literally no explanation. They just, like, his dad bursts in, hold on, I object. Ah, <laughs> no son of mine is getting married with Gilbert Godfrey officiating. I'm going to... <laughs> And they go, like, give us a weekend. We'll throw a really nice wedding for you. I'm like, what is what is the mad rush here? <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, the weekend? If you're going to pay for this big wedding now, like, can't you just, like, take your dad? Well, whatever. Um, yeah. The parents apologize for uh, ever doubting their son. Um, Kelly takes back the 50 bucks and the wedding. The certificate from Gilbert Godfred. And Gilbert goes, What a cunt! (laughs) (laughs) If he had said something, I would have laughed really hard. Actually, he does have a funny line where he says, um, I should stick to performing funerals. Nobody ever asks for their money back. Yeah. Which would not be funny if Screech was saying it. It's funny because... Nobody ever asks for their money back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, cut to their, quote, really nice wedding, which looks like it's taking place <laughs> in the lawn next to the parking lot of the Stardust. 
There's like 20 chairs. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not ragging on anybody who has a small wedding and doesn't spend a fortune. That is, I'm all for that. I think it is funny that Zach's rich dad made such a show of like throwing him this gala event. And then there's like, you know, 20 folding chairs and some flowers and the yeah. same six people. Yeah. <laughs> Although some new people show up. Oh, real treat for the fans. Uh, yeah. And I did not know who two of these people were. I had to look them up. Uh, you, you, but you knew Mr. Belding, I'm guessing. I knew Mr. Belding. But because, knew... of course, you invite your high school principal who hated you to your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew Jesse. Well, uh, Jesse's not there uh, yet. It's the two other people from the college years who so, are sitting next to Mr. Belding. So who are the two? There's one for sure. Who Wait, who are the is. two? What do you, uh, Bob Golick plays. Oh, Bob Golick. Bob Golick. There, uh, because there is a girl who who was on the show. Yeah. Who doesn't? Uh, who who declined to be on this? One of the stars. Well, who is the woman who's next between Bob Golick and she, Mr. Belding? I think she's at some point Slater's love interest on the show. Oh, but she is some who she is someone who lives in the dorm room with the other the other girls. Is this a uh, character's name Alex Tabor? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, and she's in the college years only, correct? Or she was a girlfriend right. of Slater's? Oh, okay. I think she's I think she's Slater's love interest in some of the episodes. I can't remember though. Okay. But yeah, she is she is one of the people. She's like of the main cast. She's like the one of the three girls. Okay. Did she basically take Lisa's role as the third girl? Yeah, there's Tiffany. There there you know there's Kelly, there's the girl who declined to come. And then there's her. Okay. And then there's Slater, Screech, and Zach. That's like the right. main cast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know who, if she, who. I don't think she's taking the place of Lisa or her because she's kind of like a erratic. She's kind of like a neurotic, like anxious kind of girl. Are you talking about uh, Lark Voorhees? No. Oh, oh, the, her character on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Not Lisa, but the right. Alex. Alex. Character. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, but yes, then Jesse, as you do if you're late for a wedding, before the bride and groom uh, kiss, if you're late, you run in screaming, wait for me, wait for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you run up front to be part of the, the bridal party. Um, it's Elizabeth Berkeley, who mm-hmm. 100% just walked off the showgirl set and onto this set because her makeup level is off the charts. Like <laughs> it's meant for the stage, <laughs> the amount of eyeshadow this woman has and rouge. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this was a, a great moment for us. Bell from us. Bell bell ends. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call us, the whole bell ends. <laughs> because then the you bell. get your, your montage, right? Yes. Oh, oh now this, um, now this, yeah, this is very touching moment for me. Yeah. Remembering all the times. 
Jesse's two dress, other people lived. Jesse's dress looks terrible. It just like it's <laughs> hanging off of her in a very unflattering way. Maybe she couldn't go to costume fittings. Um, now what I'm doing is when I'm sitting watching this, I'm thinking, oh, like, what would it be like to watch this as them? You know, as as Mark Paul Gosler and uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen to sit and watch this, basically watch their whole lives flash before their eyes. It must be nice. You know, it's gratifying. Yeah. Pretty, sure. like, um, over, you know, like, emotional or whatever. <sighs> yeah. Or maybe they were uh, done with it. But sure, yeah. yeah. You know, it's you know, it's the last thing. Yeah. You realize this has been your entire uh, adolescent life is growing up on camera. Yeah. They grew up before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Berkeley is doing a style and level of acting that nobody else is doing, which is I can tell she's trying to play this very, very real because she's <laughs> coming from a movie set with real actors. <laughs> and so you know, she's like crying real tears and she's playing the moment like very soft. And it's kind of jarring to see that in the middle of this sitcom level acting. Someone is doing something good. <laughs> well, or somebody's really trying to dig deep, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Zach's dad says he loves him and is proud of him. And they hug, and Zach's dad turns to dust and floats away yeah. in the wind. Never to be seen again. And never to be seen again. Uh,. Oh, God, I forgot. I was like, and then do they just leave? No, we get to see uh, Screech's uh, shitty, funny, fake crying. And uh, (laughs) Kelly throws the bouquet. Screech catches it. Classic. And then the uh, rhinestone wearing escort rapist woman (laughs) jumps out and hauls Screech back in the limo to... Uh, violently have her way with him have her way with him yes <laughs> slater goes off with carla and yeah. uh that's that they they drive away but they really kelly just really got in as many midriffs as possible didn't she oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah zach and zach and kelly look inhumanly attractive don't they they just look like fake people um yeah they drive away and the stardust has on their marquee congratulations zach and kelly you spent two thousand dollars on our lawn wedding package and then credits play and the credits look like uh when i had cable in the 90s and there was the school announcements channel where it was just yellow letters on a blue background in like a digital toaster. <laughs> yeah, this um this, you know, this is very uh, very emotional uh, episode for me. <laughs> um, you know, this is really everything that I do. This is what I do this show for. Mhm. Moments I mean, like uh, 
in a certain respect, so do I. I mean, this was just a <laughs> a treasure tre- Sometimes I feel like we go into these and I go, I I hope I have enough to talk about. And this was too much. It was too much. <laughs> now, does this make about. you want to go and watch all of the episodes of the college years? Oh, well, absolutely. I, I have to see how Bob Golick affected their lives as their dorm leader or whatever he was. Cleve, Cleveland Brown, former Cleveland Brown, Bob yes. Golick. I have to. Uh, now here's, I've got, now at one time, the DVDs for the college years mm. were selling online for like over a hundred dollars. <laughs> Ooh, we, so just totally out of print. Yeah, and I happened to find them at a little uh, record store in Columbus. Nice. Um, for like $30. So I quickly bought them before they realized what they were, what they had. Yeah. <laughs> Ripped them and sold it on Amazon. Oh, did you really? Yeah. How much did you get, can I ask? I went, no, I, so I went, actually, I sold it on eBay. So what I did was I actually oh, had like. Oh, a lie. <laughs> I actually, one Christmas. I You gave me your heart? No, I worked. I noticed. <laughs> yeah. I I worked for this company where I was a um like if I would go into Walmarts to make sure they had their video game section set up. Mhm. And they would send like these things you're supposed to shove into like uh video game Cows. consoles like a like a free game, like a free game if you uh buy this box, put the sticker on the box, oh. you get you, here's the co- code. But then I would go in there, and there would they would already be filled, so I would just have all of these <laughs> free games. So I sold all of this stuff on eBay and made like hundreds and hundreds of dollars That's off this freaking job. Amazing! <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Wow! And um, so I took all that money, and what did I do with it? Spent I it on video games. All the same by the Bell DVDs. <laughs> oh my god! I bought. I bought. The original Saved by the Bell. I bought the Wait, how much was college it? years. I bought the college years. And I bought the new class. Now, some of those D- new class DVDs were going for like 50 cents. <laughs> like the- When you said you got hundreds and hundreds of dollars, how much does the Saved by the Bell? I also bought like a PSP with it. Like, okay. I also bought like a- okay. I bought some other stuff too. Uh, so then I ripped all the DVDs and then just sold them back on eBay. Okay, nice. Made my money back. Although I don't think I ever ended up. I don't think those the last few of the new class. I could not sell those for any amount. <laughs> is there any fan base for the new class, or is that just dead in the water and nobody latched onto it? I I can't imagine because it says that they like, and then like every season they would change cast. Oh oh, so they would have different kids. Huh. Okay. Was that a decision or was that kids just not wanting to work on that set anymore? I don't know. Maybe they had like kids. They just got too old every time they made a season or something. I don't know. Uh, didn't like, stop the last... Saved by the Bell <laughs> before. The last two seasons were filmed at the same time. So it has the same cast for both. For both. Okay. Yeah. Can, uh, well, f- first of all, um, everybody was very excited to watch this when it aired and say goodbye to these beloved characters as it uh, came in 
72nd in the ratings out of 93 programs. Uh, can I tell you? I bet you NBC was like, why? Why? Well, we didn't have to do this. Why? Well, I, I know we got the Stardust for free as long as we showed the marquee for the topless girls of glitter high five times, but we should not have spent that several hundred dollars on making this program when we could have shown uh, America's pet bloopers or whatever. Um, here's what I wish Save by the bell had done to give it one last try with this cast. I'm not kidding. I wish that they had done a Baywatch nights style twist and had uh, the and all the kids start investigating paranormal mysteries <laughs> and made it dark. I want to see them uh, finding aliens. I want to see them battling the devil. I want to see the, the bell files. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Or, or saved by the bell after dark. You know, <laughs> I want to see them come against a cult. Saved by the bell. Uh, hold on. uh, uh. I'm trying to think of like after class or like um, what's a extracurricular activities. <laughs> well, that's what you can do. They're all they're it's all X. It's an X. They're in a curricular. I nailed this. Extracurricular. <laughs> they all join um, like a work credit program or a work study program. They all go into the same thing. They all want to go into like. Maybe maybe they want to go to different things, but they all wind up in the same program. Like one wants to go into law enforcement, one wants to go into Later. psychology, one wants to go into uh, Jesse. Uh, yeah, right. Keep going, keep going. Uh, 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 tox like uh, toxicity reports, coroner, Screech. Screech. Um, one wants to go into being a mortician. No, none of them. None of them. Uh, 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 uh. One that wants to be want. a personal assistant. <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> but uh, they all wind up in the same place working for this paranormal firm and get mixed up in their crazy hijinks. That's what I wish they could have done for at least uh, 12 more episodes and, and ended this thing with a true bang. That would have been great. But you are no Sam Bobrick. Don't remind me. <laughs> well, we... Well, yeah, we nope. have not come to uh, mourn "Safe oh. by the Bell," but to rejoice in this mm. crazy, crazy movie that uh, truly everyone pitched in and gave a quarter of their effort and talents to. <laughs> um, I don't think any remembers being in this, but we're glad they made it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I can't believe I'm the one who suggested this, but I guess I'm happy with the conversation that it gave us glad you today did. I'm yeah glad you did uh we still have the hawaiian um yeah hawaiian uh yeah i know hawaiian style episode to watch yeah, um I, I think at the end and i think that's the last of our say by the bus specials sadly mm, sadly <laughs> but you can uh find out more about the bell at uh, Wikipedia. But if you want to find more about uh, Network Special... Go to your local Wikipedia. <laughs> if you want to find out more about Network Special, go to NetworkSpecialPodcast.com. You can find uh, you can find all of our episodes there, some show notes that are barely show notes. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, 
Um, yeah, we're on all the the, the normal uh, free uh, podcast places. And what do we say at the end of every episode? <laughs> As we say at the end of every episode, Mark Paul Gosseler is a person of color. Bye. <laughs> Bye.